0: You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This
1: is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing everyone and welcome to Brothers Just Searching podcast. We're excited and blessed to have y'all here tonight. As we go ahead and dive into the Word of God and just dig into topics that matter to us and to y'all, we're just excited that y'all are here to be with us today. Um, as we go along, um, before we before we dive into our topic, as always, um, whatever platform you're listening our podcast on, please go like us. I heard today, uh, listen to a podcast, uh, unfortunately this world is about liking and subscribing, just go ahead if it's on Apple, on Google, Spotify, or any platform that you're on. Go ahead and like, uh, subscribe to the podcast. That just helps you get the new episodes and everything, and it just helps us out. What it, what that does? Apple just gestures it to other people. We might we have a lot of podcasts that are talk podcasts, so it it. If they're listening to a podcast, they might see a oh, recommendation, and Brothers Just Searching would be right there, so they can go ahead and listen to it. Also, um, Brothers Just Searching, Twitter account and Facebook. We, uh, we use these platforms to so go ahead and share all our new episodes that come out. And so it gives you all a chance to listen. We also... Go ahead and uh, share our church homepage. We share the the church services. Um, you you see me playing a guitar and Brother Daniel ministers. He he's up there and you know we just we share those things with y'all because we want y'all to learn as much as possible. Every Tuesday or Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, we uh this we publish the podcast so y'all can listen to. I didn't know if I ever bought that out. Every we do this on a Tuesday and um. We try to get it out by Wednesday morning so y'all can have uh, our discussions on the Bible or political views or conspiracy theories, some things that we're interested in. Um, Brother Daniel, um, you're ministering tomorrow, I believe, or? Yes, sir. All right, so Brother Daniel's ministering tomorrow. We're going to be sharing that on that Facebook page. Um I don't know who's ministering on you're not ministering on Sunday as
0: well, huh? No, Pastor Brandon, praise God. Oh, uh, I thought he was I thought he was in Texas. Oh, he's gonna be a busy bee. <laughs> he's coming back. He's gonna be quick. <laughs> I you Thank you, Jesus.
1: Amen. Good that we have with him. Yeah, we had him on the podcast a few weeks ago and uh broke down or had a real good topic about Bible translations. Mm-hmm. We we had fun doing that. But uh brother Brandon, uh we love you if you're listening and we can't wait for you to be back with us uh, at the church. Uh, we missed you last weekend. First New Testament. Uh, I heard a little bit of the message. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah.
0: I bet it was. Oh,
1: yeah. Their worship service was good, too. But uh, but anyway, New Beginning Fellowship Church in Broad Bridge, Louisiana. If you're around the neighborhood, please stop by 519 Parkway Drive. So uh, we're going to go ahead and um, I'm going to mention one more thing. March 21st at Cross Point Church. There is a youth rally going on in Abbeville. If you're in the greater Abbeville area, please come out. If you have young children, please bring them out. Um, Brother Stephen Terrio is going to be ministering that night, and my worship team, uh, Romans Ten Thirteen, is going to be out there. And um, you know that's a that's a blessing. Me and my uh, my best friend Lloyd Bro that formed a band almost ten years ago. Thought it was done. Well, I didn't do nothing with it. I said, Lord, if you want us to do something with it, go do something with it. Since I said that, we've been invited to two places to play. So um I went by myself on one because it was on a Sunday. Everybody's doing their own thing at church on Sundays. And we just uh I went and didn't this time on a Saturday getting the getting the band back together and God's gonna use us that night. But we preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's what it's all about. So uh cross point church. Uh, go look them up on Facebook, and I don't have the address right in front of me, but uh, next time I'm going to have it for you all guys. But March 21st from 5 to 7 o'clock, and we just can't wait to see what God's going to do. All right, guys, um, a testimony on what we're doing. Last week we talked about revivals, and it was good. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of um, good response. A lot of people didn't know what we was leading up to, but that's just, and that's just revivals in America. That wasn't revivals. All over the world, we have the Welsh revival. We have a—I read about a revival in Australia. Along those times of the Great Awakening, the Second Great Awakening, and Sousa Street. So they had a lot of things going on. God was moving upon there. Um, after the podcast, we all get together and we talked about what we wanted to talk uh, on for the next topic, and uh, we didn't know what we was gonna do. And um, I started praying and seeking the Lord. And uh, Thursday morning, I text. Brother Daniel, Brother Anthony, I said, look, if y'all think of some, or God shows y'all some, go ahead. So I started reading my Bible. And on my app, I have a a reading plan that says strengthening your faith. After reading it, I just started praying, Lord, we need some. We And the Lord pointed me to Hebrews chapter 11. Mm. Just so happened, I was reading about faith, and I believe the Lord told us to go ahead and talk about the study the book of Hebrews chapter 11, which is a lot of meat involved in that one chapter. It's only 40 verses, but there's a lot of meat involved in it. So um, we're going to go ahead and Brother Daniel, we're going to let you go start this one off. Um, you preached on this a few weeks ago and uh, that was a good service. The Lord moved and um, we're going to let you take this away. And me and Anthony will give our inputs.
0: Praise God. Amen. Well, we we're dealing with the uh, with the topic on faith, amen. So, so praise God. So let's give a definition on that. In faith, faith is a God given ability to trust the future that God has promised you through Christ Jesus. So mm. praise God. So this has to do with the new covenant. It has to do with Christ Jesus, amen. Everything that we need is found in Him and what He did at Calvary. And that's how we please the Father, amen. Amen. Okay. So the first verse goes: Now faith is the substance of Things hoped for, the evidence of not seen, of things not seen. So when I was looking at this, it says now faith is the, another word would be assurance, amen, which would be a good word, or confidence of things hoped for, the evidence. Another word would be good for that, would be conviction. Strongly persuaded of things not seen. And these both activate out of faith. And faith in what? Faith in what Christ has did at Calvary. Now, how can we prove that point? If we go to Hebrews chapter ten, verse thirty eight, almost at the end, one of those last several verses, it says, Now the just shall live by faith. Amen. Praise God. And so, you know, that's how we live. We live by faith. And our faith is in Jesus Christ and what he did it at Calvary. Praise God. You know, we entered into salvation by faith, right? For by grace, you know, know, we are saved through faith, amen? So praise God. So that's the definition that we have, and that's how God's hand is able to move. As a matter of fact, later on in the same chapter of Hebrews 11, verse 6, it said, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So praise God. So we just really want to set the foundation on what true faith is, because there has been over the years an abuse on faith. You have the Mm -hmm. word of faith that was using it like it was some kind of a spiritual dynamic force where they can just (laughs) get the genie bottle and tell God to come out of (laughs) it. They can beckon whatever they want, like he's a bellhop. And so we have to, you know, we really have to understand what we're talking about. And then, then there's a fine line
1: to that because the word of faith, they use it, like you said, as a genie bottle, they rub it and they say, well, use for example they they love the term for money oh you know you speak it you claim it and you're gonna have it mm-hmm. well there's some truth to that but it's not saying well lord you know hey uh, i believe you and uh, you got to give it to me because you're god and i'm your servant and you love me it is fine line Sometimes our faith is tested we might ask the lord for something but it might take a while no, yeah. or the lord might have answered and said mm-hmm. no
0: mm-hmm. Well, I'd just like to go to verse 3 real quick, if you don't mind. It says, "Uh, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that things which are are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, God made something out of nothing. Yep. Mm. And You know, the word of faith, people try to say that's what they can do. No, mm. no. only God is able to do that. Amen. Right. There has to be a standard and a way that we can approach God through faith to ask for things. And everything that we get is benefited of what Christ did at Calvary. The new covenant gives us everything that we need. He's going to supply our needs physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So when we understand that frame of mind right there, there then we're on a good path amen praise amen. god so you know only god was able to create something out of nothing
2: <laughs> amen. he just spoke it and it just amen. it came all the atoms everything just came together he didn't have to go nowhere to get no materials it was there amen it's amazing mm-hmm.
1: and that that's that's an exciting point because if you go to genesis uh chapter one it said in the beginning with the word the word was good god and the word was god and as you just said god made god spoke everything into existence he, he didn't have nothing to make it you know, nothing was there. And a lot of evolutionists, we look at evolution and say, Y'all have more faith than we do. Mm. Because they say, in the beginning, bang. Mm-hmm. We say, in the beginning, God, let there be light. Mm. How can you have something from nothing? <laughs> so you have more faith. That I, I, I wish I had the faith of an atheist. You know, mm-hmm. the word of faith people maybe were right on that issue, because according to evolutionists, man, we can make anything out of nothing because by chance. And if you look at any explosion, mm-hmm. it don't. Mm-hmm. Any explosion, it'll blow up some. It don't bring together. Mm-hmm. But evolutionists have more faith than we do. They should have been in this because they believe in nothing created something. We believe God created
0: something from nothing. Oh, yeah. Divinely orchestrated. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So.
2: Uh, The thing is, though, as reading Hebrews, like you said, it points to the cross. And I was just amazed how, like, it tells how everything's leading up, all the ceremonies, everything. So, if you're going to learn the book of Hebrews tonight, one of the things, the big picture you're going to get as we go along is the picture of Christ coming into the scene. So, so this is going to be very encouraging. as we go deeper, you're going to find a lot of similarities for Christ and symbologies and things like that, you know.
0: So. Amen. We can go ahead and move on if you want. <laughs> no? okay. Go ahead, brother Daniel. Well, what's the first uh, verse 4? Look what it says. It says, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaks. So praise God. Right off the bat, what does this say? It points us right to the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, it points us to the coming Redeemer at that time because they were looking ahead for a coming Redeemer. So look, you know. I, I think that's just spot on. Just spot on.
2: Well, just like with paradise, for example, they were brought to paradise, but they were they were just there until Christ paid the payment. So kind of they were put there, you know. It kind of links up because they were put there until the time the payment was made. So their faith the whole time was in the redeeming salvation
1: well, of Christ. Going going to that same point, if you look at it, Abel was from the. At the beginning of time, you, first off you don't see Adam in the hall of faith Mm-mm. because he fell. And I believe he lost what whatever he had that with the walk with the Lord. But if you look at what what God did for Adam and Eve with the the skin the lamb skin to mm-hmm. cover their nakedness, nakedness representing sin, um, and the sheep representing the covering of sin, which was Christ. Christ is righteous. That was the promise. Abel, according to scriptures, knew more about a spiritual background than than Cain did. That's why he offered up a lamb. I believe, and I was studying this last night, reading all of chapter 11, God revealed his plan for salvation from the beginning. Mm -hmm. He didn't do it halfway with Abraham, or he didn't do it a quarter way. He Went ahead and showed Abel, this is the right way to do it, and the Lord was pleased with him in that sense because he did what he he by faith he did what the Lord says said, and the Lord was pleased with him. And it was even from that point on, it was showing how God would come into the world and save us.
2: And the thing is, you got to realize when you're reading the story of Cain and Abel, and it's still going on today, in the future, we're going to talk about false religions, and we will lead to the scripture in the future that. Righteousness, man's self righteousness and God's righteousness or Christ's righteousness is gonna con- they're gonna conflict. They're gonna battle each other. And so that's where false religion really that's where false and true religion came in, really right there. That's when the battle. So we have that battle still today on false religion and the gospel today. And it started pretty much there.
1: And I, I think you know uh I mean? Abel could have done what Cain did. Mm. He could have said, well, look, Lord, I took care of these sheep. I'm going to give you this. And just, no, he took an innocent lamb mm-hmm. the way that God that God told him to do. I believe if Cain went ahead and grew it from the ground. Mm-hmm. God had to help with the growing process. But Cain could have went ahead and, you know, did the same thing, take a lamb or something. But he chose to do it with his own works. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what faith produces God's work. Mm -hmm. yourself produces yourself yourself. Mm -hmm. and that's what a lot of false religions do they promote the person that is coming uh you know that is talking or whatnot but by faith you're promoting god you're showing that i'm believing in a maker i'm believing in something that takes care of me i'm believing in in a in a god that that helps me in my time of need and it don't promote self; it po- promotes God. Because mm-hmm. how many people you know that give testimony, say, "Look what God did, not what I did." Right, so we did. can't do it, but by, by faith in what Christ did at the cross, and that's what Abel came about, and that's where Cain couldn't understand that he didn't understand that that concept of a lamb,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, that taking away our sins. And unfortunately, a lot of modern church don't understand it either. All
3: right,
1: and that was the whole plan from the beginning: was the altar. It led mm-hmm. to the cross every time. Well, that that the whole chapter does and studying and reading brother swagger's notes he pointed to that number of times and I don't have my spouse's stories with me right now but brother swagger went ahead and brought out that point it was the Christ was the, the offering the the cross was the means mm-hmm. and that's every sacrificial example in the old testament is shown to that is to Christ
0: Amen. Praise God. Amen. In 1 Peter chapter 1, it looks like, starting at verse 18, it says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, from vain a conversation re- received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without s- uh, blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained for before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God, who raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God.
2: Mm. Amen. So Amen. this is
0: already pre-planned before the foundations of the world. with Christ come and do for us. Amen. God. And
2: like later on, we're going to be talking about it. But like Abraham, it mentions Samson, it mentions all these great men, how they shake kingdoms, how they shake darkness, and God used these men mightily through the Holy Spirit, and it's the same thing today, like, you know, we can move mountains, and we can move kingdoms, you know, with the cross, you can't do it without the cross, you can't do it without the Holy Spirit and God's Word, you can't, it's impossible to do
0: on your self-will, you know? Amen. Praise mm-hmm. God. Oh, well, thank you Jesus. Verse seven says by faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen yet prepared an ark. Moved I mean sorry, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. So here we go again with faith, you know what I mean. And so let's look at this a little bit right now. This is what God was warning him that there was judgment was coming, right? Mm-hmm. But he also gave him a promise if he did what he told him to do that it was going to be okay. So, you talk about somebody's faith being stretched. Here's a time that they didn't have any kind of rain; they just yep. held dew on the on on the ground. That's how you know, kind of like a mist that would. Um, water you know the vegetation the fruits and all that and here the lord is calling commanding noah you know to build an ark and so even in this when you look at this the ark still t- uh, typifies christ again mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. that we need to get people in the ark before that great day of judgment comes which we know is coming sometime in the future
2: and you know it's an amazing thing that god shut that door and that shows you right there no man can open it or no man can shut what god closes and God was in that ark. Think about it. If you read the Bible, God was in that ark because God told Noah, "Come down into the ark. So he had to be in the ark for them, for him to be saying that. So I want to, that's kind of something to think about.
1: Well, can, can you imagine Noah, like Brother Daniel saying, going around and saying, Look, there's a flood coming? <laughs> and they're saying, What is a flood? No clue. Because, like you said, the Bible said it was a dew. It was like a mist that watered everything, so what is a flood? They didn't know water flow I believe at the time if you look and study creation at the time before the flood, some creations believed there was eighty percent land twenty percent water mm-hmm. there wasn't a there was water, but there wasn't a lot of bodies of water. they believed it was land from pole to pole right right, and now we're not believing in the um um where all the continents fixed together? No, uh, Pangea. Pangea. Yeah, we don't believe yeah. in Pangea because one creationist was asked. Ag- they asked him. They said, "Well, you believe in Pangea that the world that all the continents were connected?" He said, "What you mean? They're still connected. You go underwater, you see a, uh, you see you see sand, you see dirt. So they're still connected. It just got washed out with the um, with the massive water. The mm-hmm. great mountains of the deep broke open." But um, that was something for Noah. You got to realize Noah was building the ark almost. They believe for almost a hundred years. That was a big boat without power tools.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, VeggieTales veggie tried to say there was those power tools. <laughs> VeggieTales, <laughs> 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 not biblical on that. One. But um, yeah. but you know, it just you got to realize a oh, hundred years waiting on a flood
2: well there's the thing too and i heard a lot of people tell me that because when i worked in landscaping some people asked me said how do you think noah and those boys could have built that boat like that i said well think about it look at the pyramids nobody knows how they build that and yet it was built and you look at other great monuments in the world so it would be a lot easier to build a boat than it is building a pyramid. Or building these other great mighty structures. So that silenced the critics right there. Like well yeah you do got a point.
1: You know. Oh well, yeah, And you got to look at their IQ back in the day. Mm-hmm. You just got to look at. Because. And I use Adam for example. I know it's off point. But the, the IQ of Adam I believe was so high. Mm-hmm. You know. And they didn't have that many species. I believe at that time. But this man. Named every kind of animal Mm
3: -hmm.
1: we it's hard for us to name our kids at (laughs)
3: times
1: and you know and Mm. adam adam had a great iq and look the way that noah possibly built the ark was phenomenal Mm -hmm. and um i'm gonna give props to ken ham uh the ark encounter never went see it planning on going to see it but they show a lot of things how the ark could have been done and it had Either a man that was a genius or had God on his side mm. had to do that. And I like I like how when it said, by faith, being warned of God of the things not yet seen, mm-hmm. not yet moved with fear, prepared at heart. He was fearful mm-hmm. what was going to happen. Now, look, our faith sometimes, we we believe we're going to heaven. But we also believe there's a hell. Mm-hmm. And that should put fear in the hearts of men. Mm-hmm. And look, we're going to be it's not the hell fire that should say it should be eternally separated from our Lord and Savior
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and Noah not yet seen that Noah's fate it didn't wave but it brought with some ups and downs there was probably some doubts and Noah I look at it when it said he was with fear some translations say reverence I believe he was fearful for his family Mm-hmm. We're like that today. How many of us all over the world have family members that we're fearful that they're going to go and they're going to die and go to hell? And we look, look come, come to the, in Noah's sense, come to the ark or hey, come to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I believe that was Noah's fear. Will I get them in time? And unfortunately, he only got three of his sons.
0: And it should inspire us in these last days to get as many as people who can into the ark, mm-hmm. which is Right. Jesus Christ, like you're saying. So, um, when I also look at the ark, it also reminds me of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus yep. Christ. Amen. Because they go from the old world, they pass through the water, and mm. they yep. come to the new world. Amen. So it's mm. a new it's a new beginning. You know so you always have yeah. types and shadows of what Christ would do at Calvary, even in the Old Testament. We know that. So praise wow. God. Wow. Amen. Mm-hmm.
1: Then you know, I never looked at it like that. Yeah. I've been reading the story of Noah for years and That's I never amazing. thought of it
0: like that. That's yeah. a good illustration. Well, I wanna say something else too, Mike. Let's, you know, And some are going to say, well, I can't prove it, but this is just something, insight that I looked at. I'm not saying, oh, you know, I got it all together. But really, the ark typifies wood, which typifies the cross of Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I mean, some people might think I'm crazy. I'm just going to throw it out there. Just what I see when I read the scriptures, uh, the pitch. Remember, that's mm-hmm. all that seals the wood. Yeah, is mm-hmm. the blood of Christ, and so that's yeah. how I look at it yeah. because mm-hmm. it kept out the judgment. It kept mm-hmm. out the waters. It kept them from being destroyed by the waters and in judgment. You know, and so mm. when I look at the ark, that's how I look at it. I always. I've just tried to look for Christ mm-hmm. in the Old uh-huh. Testament in all you know types and shadows, and so I'm sure some are going to say, "Man, you're way out."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, something to think about. I'm cross sighted yeah. Well, it, it sounds, it sounds, when you're spiritually minded
0: like that, though, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, you pick up those things. Yeah, because what did he do right after when they got off the ark? Mm-hmm. He did. A, he did a sacrifice. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's then, right. So
0: here we go back again. You know, yeah, the promise of the coming Redeemer. Yes, sir. And yes. And, I, and like you point that back out
1: in um, Abel. Enoch walked with God and Noah. All these men knew something. They knew something was coming. And it it brings out, the writer of Hebrews brings out it more when Abraham talking about a promise coming. A promise coming. Whoever wrote Hebrews, the Lord had to reveal to them, listen, these men knew I was coming. Yeah. These men knew I was coming. And that, when we get into Abraham, we'll get more into that. But it was just... That encouraged me the most out of this thing. God had a promise, mm-hmm. and they all stuck to that one promise. Even their own separation, God stuck to that one promise, and that's what they believed in.
0: And that's what it means for, uh, for things, you know, of things hoped for. Yeah. You know, in this new covenant, you know, we that's hope right. for these things. We hope for eternal life. We hope for Christ to do the things that he needs to do in our lives. So it, it's just phenomenal how faith moves, you know. Faith in Christ moves mountains and can move many things in our lives. Amen. It goes to verse 8, it says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive as an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. Now, you talk about somebody having faith. Wow. You know, he comes from the country of Iraq and goes all the way into the promised land. That's, that's a good distance on foot. Yes, sir.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And sometimes God will do that. God will lead you in places. I heard of many ministers and many people telling me they went to a town and, and and God just showed them where to plant a church. They didn't know nothing about the community. Fortunately, they learned over time. But I heard stories how, like Abraham, they didn't know what what to do, where, how to start. But God, by faith, showed them how to do it. And same thing with Abraham. Well, we can
1: talk about our brother Bob Cornell. Mm-hmm. You know, Brother Bob moved to Tennessee and God told him, this is where you're going to come at. And by faith, Brother Bob went ahead and did kind of like Abraham just said, I'm going in the desert and I'm going." <laughs> could, but can could you imagine the thought? First off, Abraham prior to. Yeah, I, I look at Abraham like this. He went ahead and he knew there was something else out there. Mm-hmm. Modern day Iraq where he was at. They believed in false gods, many false gods, right? So can you? I I always thought about this as Abraham looking at a statue when they said, "I'm worshiping that." Mm. There's got to be something else, something better, something else, and you know we have modern testimonies of men that didn't know God. They're in the a region that they never heard the name of Jesus Christ.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Excuse me, and they go out and. They they're saying, look, there got to be something else, and God, an angel or something, leads him. Hey, go to go talk to this person and go mm-hmm. talk to that person. So they they lead him out. I believe that was the same thing with Abraham. Abraham was thinking one day, man, I, I'm worshiping a statue that don't mm-hmm. see, and he had to go and say, look, is there something out there? And God revealed Himself mm-hmm. to him. There's
0: something bigger and better when he looked at those stars and up in the sky. Oh, Lord the Lord, you know, faith has given us a pledge and a promise. And mm-hmm. that's what he did, right? He promised mm-hmm. Abraham that land. So yeah. when I look at Abraham, the, the scripture that comes to mind to me is we walk by faith and not by not sight. By sight. Mm-hmm. He didn't know where he was going, but he was no. just trust in the Lord, you know. The, the Lord yeah. told him, hey, look, there's the desert. Yeah. Go out there yeah. and I'm leaving you.
2: <laughs> like said, the other hey, words. yeah. other words, he didn't have a plan B or a plan A or he didn't, no. you know, he just went, hey, I'm just going out there and God's going to direct me, you
0: know. Yeah, very much. And so that's that—that's the hope that we have. Of the promises in Christ Jesus, that God will fulfill that in us. You know, in this lifetime, I believe many promises are going to be fulfilled in our life Amen. if we co- we continue our faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's awesome. And, and we are we
1: talking about. Right, Daniel, I don't know if you was going to chapter nine, but by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country mm-hmm. dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacobs, the heir with him of the same promise. Yeah. That means for us believers we can
0: have that same promise. Can you imagine? Yeah. Let's 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 go a little deeper in this mm-hmm. right here. The Lord I mean, because they were living a little bit longer back in that time too. Right. right. But the Lord gave him grace to see his children grow up and his grandchildren wow, and wow. he seen that they were gonna be the ones that are going to one day, out of his seed, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. be able to receive the promised land mm-hmm. and become a nation within itself. Wow. I mean Even Abraham's name was Abram at the beginning till he had that encounter with the Lord, and the Lord Mm -hmm. changed his name. One of them, you know, God encounters of just Uh understanding who God is to a point where, you know, you're just willing to follow him. Does it mean that he didn't, you know, that he didn't have fault? Yeah, he he made some mistakes (laughs) and all that. But -hmm. the Bible said he did not stagger at Mm -hmm. the promises of God. He's right.
2: right. He believed his God was big, and he believed his God can do anything, and, you know, and... That, that I mean, when you have that mentality, you know, hey, my God is all powerful. He
0: can make a way out of no way. Yeah. And he believed that. And Abraham in verse 10 goes even further, not only looking at the promised land and his seed, but it says, for he looked for a city which mm-hmm. has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. So now he's starting to look into the eternal
3: mm-hmm.
0: beyond death. You know, he's saying, mm-hmm. hey, Amen. I'm trusting in this promise. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm trusting in this coming Redeemer. Will he come in my lifetime? I don't know. Yep. right. But it's been prophesied in the garden and it's been, been passed mm-hmm. out from generation to generation that, you know, he's coming one day. That's right. So
2: what a promise. And the thing is that he, he said about a city and his builder and, and stuff, and that's also for a Christian today because you live in this modern world today and, I, you know, the wickedness and the things that's going on in this world, when you start realizing that there's a heavenly realm, there's a kingdom that's coming, a creation, you know, God's going to redo the earth. So I believe this is what it's kind of talking about right here in a way too. Like, it's telling people, Christians, hey, look up to the heavens look up to something bigger and better that's coming
1: but but look at the the scriptures that are coming through you know Mm -hmm. we have one more about abraham in verse 12 where it says therefore spring there even of one and of him as good as dead so many as the stars in the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore Mm -hmm. innumerable Mm -hmm. so after you read that talk about abraham but from 13 on to 16 i believe yes It points to the believer that the author Mm -hmm. of Hebrews Mm -hmm. went and said, look, you see how Abraham was looking for a land and for a city. He went ahead and said, well, look, y'all are that way right now. Y'all are looking for a city. Mm -hmm. And how, he? um, let me see. He said um, in verse, the second half of verse Mm 13, confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. We are strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they should seek a country. And truly, if they have been mindful of the country from whence they came out, out, they might have opportunity to have returned. But now that they desire a better country that is a heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared them a city. And it goes back to what Jesus said. I go and prepare a place for you. If it's mm-hmm. not so, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have told you. Mm-hmm. So as believers, as like Abraham did, and like we said, it was a big stand of faith because Abraham had to say, there's desert. God told me to go in that desert. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to trust my newfound Lord mm-hmm. and I'm going to go seek. Him. Look, Abraham... Can you believe Abraham, the staying in his tent and praying one day, and God showed him, Look, I got Mm -hmm. a promise coming. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And it's a heavenly kingdom. I have a man, uh, my son's going to come down, which he met Christ. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, excuse me, I'm going to send down my son. He's going to die on a cross, rise again from the dead, Mm -hmm. and he's going to save, redeem redeem humanity from sin. Mm -hmm. And look, the Lord put something on my heart. I'm going to share that with (laughs) y'all. Over Y'all in the podcast, I wrote a note, and I'm going to work on it. When I read from 13 to 16, I was I was so fabergasted with it. I said, not going back to my own country, my old country. Mm-hmm. Abraham had a lot of time to say, I'm going to turn back. Mm, a lot. A lot of times. And he said, you know what? I'm not going to turn back. Remind me of that song by Joseph Larson. I'm taking it back. Everything that the devil stole from me. He looked, look, I'm not going back to that old lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And as believers, unfortunately, we look back mm-hmm. and we run back like Lot's wife. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the Lord showed me that how many Christians are going back to their old country and not staying the course, fighting the race. And it reminds me of Pilgrim's Progress. Mm-hmm. You remember uh, his friend that yes. started walking off with him? Uh-huh. Got into the sea of despair, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah, um, uh, pliable, pliable yeah. yeah, pliable, and pliable yeah. said, "Heck <laughs> on this, that, I'm going back to the city." Uh huh. Yeah. And when he met I, I believe that's swamp. where that's where the Lord showed John Bunyan that. Yeah. That I this that. is where it's coming from It's we're leaving our old country,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we just can't turn back. That that ministered mm-hmm. to me most last
0: that's night. Powerful. Oh yeah, definitely definitely praise god that's some good 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 word in here tonight <laughs> okay. a lot to just uh and it's gonna get better just chew on for a while amen amen thank you jesus
1: you want to go into verse 17 brother Daniel? or
0: okay well, wait, where
1: are we going to verse,
0: mm. well praise god amen
1: well
2: chapter 17 it's, verse very, it's, it's very powerful because it's talking about Abraham that he's about to offer his son Isaac. Now, I heard a lot of sermons on it. And I think it's very powerful what we're about to mention here. And and I was studying this the other night. I realized how f- powerful Abraham's faith was. Because if you go back in the book of Genesis, when God told Abraham, So you're going to go sacrifice your son, go on Mount Moriah and, and sacrifice him there. He had some servants with him. And he told them, he says, stay here, like with the animals or whatever he was having in the mountain. He says, stay here. And he says, me and the lad will return. Mm-hmm. So, if you link this with, that, with Genesis and you link that with here, it explains why Abraham has so much faith in that. And this is very powerful. He had so much faith that God, through Isaac, was going to bring Israel and was going to bring the common Redeemer and the kingdom that was common when God's going to restore all things to what they were during the Garden of Eden. He said, God will raise up my son up. He will put breath in them he will put a, a skin on him they're kind of like in the ezekiel when he saw the dry bones and god said can these bones live and he says only you know and god said i'll bring breath into them and skin unto them and that's why i think i kind of noticed when i was reading that other night, i believe abraham had so much faith that god was like even if he burned isaac god was gonna take the ashes and he was gonna bring him back to life so he he didn't know how god was going to do it but he knew somehow that god loved humanity so much and god was a man of his
1: word that he was going to bring isaac up no matter what i think i think what he did was he believed mm-hmm. more that the promised redeemer was coming through isaac because mm-hmm. you got to remember christ himself came down and said look y'all gonna have a a child mm-hmm. the next year. Remember, Sarah laughed. He <laughs> Abraham said, <laughs> "How?" Can you blame him? <laughs> he said, "How? I'm a hundred years old. I can't have no mm-hmm. more kids." But I be- he did believe in that. He said, "Look, you know God promised me this son, mm-hmm. and He wouldn't take him away from me." But I believed more. He said, "My son is going to bring the redeemer."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He told me that's the one I'm going to go, that he's going to go through. Yeah. So, even if he dies, he's going to come up. And God was trying him. Could we read in Hebrews when it said that mm-hmm. uh, by faith, when Abraham, when he was tried,
3: mm-hmm.
1: he was tried. God tested him on that. And um, on verse 19, according that, God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. So... Abraham believed look there's a my son's gonna bring the common redeemer Mm -hmm. and that's why he's gonna raise him up it's not because it's it's not gonna be for me to be happy Mm -hmm. he gotta bring the the redeemer of the world in there but you look at that just in if you go back to Genesis and we brought it up a couple of weeks ago the story of Abraham is powerful especially Mm -hmm. in that part of Abraham and Mm -hmm. Isaac Mm -hmm. right before he was killing Isaac it was a ram Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be a lamb Mhm. But it was a ram. That ram took the place of Isaac. Isaac representing the world, the mm-hmm. ram representing Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ is we should have been the ones on that altar, mm-hmm. but Christ took our place. Spared
2: him. And you know the sad thing is, I mean it's not sad, but Abraham God spared Isaac, but he couldn't spare his son. Right. And that, that's something to think about right there. Isaac had a chance, mm-hmm. but the
0: He didn't. (laughs) It also typifies, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. ahead. It also typifies that um, we're going from faith to faith. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, first Abraham is called into an unknown land (laughs) to leave its comfort zone. Into the promised land. That's right. And then later on, he's promised, you know, that out of his own loins, he'd have a seed, uh, you know, kings and all that would come out of his loins and a great mighty nation, you know, innumerable like the, uh, the sands and the sea and to look up into the stars and then. After all this is said and done, Abraham has his promise, you know, he's a son. Now God's testing his faith again right. to see if he trusts him. Right. And so that's an example for us that so there's going to be times that God is going to try our faith yep. and see mm-hmm. if we truly trust Him. Yes, sir. If Are we really going to uh, obey Him and say, Okay, Lord, I trust you with my life. That's right. I trust that everything you have for me, you have the best intentions for my life because everything is covered through Christ Jesus and this new covenant. So you know, it's a faith-by-faith faith thing that we walk and, by that.
2: And another thing, too, God would test us to make sure we don't have any idols in our lives. And it could have been a strong possibility that... Abraham was loving Isaac so much, maybe God was like, you know, you you kind of you need to spend some time with me. And remember, he told him, he says, now when he stopped him, he says, now I know you fear God and you don't put no one else above me. Wow. So God was testing him, making sure, hey, it's me first, then it's your son.
0: There was a period yeah. of times when, mm-hmm. uh, when, when even the Lord reaffirmed the covenant to abraham when he changed his name abraham Mm -hmm. and we know that afterwards abraham ended up having (laughs) a fleshly you know encounter (laughs) yeah and had an ishmael we've all done it yeah we all got ishmaels but yet if you really look what the lord was doing to abraham he wanted to make sure that everything was dead so that when this promise did come Mm -hmm. he would get the glory Mm -hmm. and abraham would know only god Did this through my life. Did this for my wife. Did this for me. Mm -hmm. To have this promise. It was supernatural. The flesh has to die. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. We're going to go
1: point back to Ishmael. We've been talking about the promise of him going out there. But God told him, your seed will be as the the stars of heaven, as the sands of the sea." Ishmael was a fleshly want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Ishmael did come out. But because of the promise that God gave. He still got blessed. Right. God bless God Look, the Arab nations are from Ishmael's seats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: That's right. That's right. And praise God. I mean, and uh, I want to say something that, that's kind of powerful. If you go to the New Testament, when remember when Jesus told the uh, the Jews, he said Abraham saw my day, mm-hmm. and he was glad and he rejoiced to see it. And they said, "Well, you're not a hundred years old, when you have seen Abraham." I said, "Before Abraham was, I am." So we have like. If you look at the book of Hebrews and you link up that that links up together, Jesus is saying, Look, they saw my redemption plan, they saw what I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing how you put even those little incidents like that, and you can connect it with this.
0: Definitely. If you really look at these scriptures from verse, you know, four, coming all the way down to verse thirty-one. Here's the pro- uh, promise of the, coming, uh, of the covenants that God would give unto man. He starts in the uh, in the garden with Abel, right? And then, right at verse thirty-one, he kind of stops right there with Rahab and the walls of Jericho mm-hmm. and Joshua finally possessing the land. Mm-hmm. The promise that the Lord told Abraham would happen through his seed. I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit. It just it's just unique when you look at the time frame mm-hmm. in Hebrews chapter eleven between these verses, what has what taken place.
2: And it says right here in chapter uh, thirty, uh, yeah, thirty-six. Said they failed to quench mocking, and whatsoever bounds of the imprisonment. So what they're saying is they had faith, no matter what trials they had, they were gonna have faith in what God was gonna do for them. Okay. What does
0: verse twenty say? By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning these things to come. All right. So here we go. You know, we got one of the promise and one of the flesh, you know, one that would rebel against God. So here we here we start to see a, a distinction of what God was doing for Abraham through Isaac and now his sons, you know, Esau and Jacob. And so you see a continuing pattern of this mm-hmm. promise being promised from one from one generation to the next, and you know that each father spoke to the son about the coming Redeemer, and you know and and having them sacrifices to remember that.
3: Mm.
0: And it says by faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worship, leaning upon the top of his staff, and uh in the expositor's notes, it said it's talking about the word of God. When I look mm-hmm. at the staff myself, this yeah. is what I see: I see the cross of Christ. Yeah, if yeah, I, yes. I really see mm-hmm. the cross of Christ. You know, uh, when I see it, here we go again, cross-eyed. <laughs> Praise God, anyway. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know, you know, it's
1: good though. You bringing that up though. You are saying that it represents the cross of Christ. The expositor's notes said that the staff had writings right, cardings. all around of certain dates and Special times pages. and stuff yes. of that nature. So that was like the Word, and it was representing the Word of that time.
0: And I will guarantee you, the the coming Redeemer was somewhere on there carved. Oh, yes, oh yeah. Sacrifice. <laughs> somewhere. Oh, yeah, somewhere Amen, in there. Because Jesus Christ is the living Word. Amen. 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 Praise God.
2: And it was the culture of that day. To like, they sit to write things on staffs. So I heard that about already.
1: Well, exactly. that that's why you had a lot of cave writings and stuff. Yeah. Things thing. that
0: you know was the same thing. Well, back then their memory was just like a computer. It was word of <laughs> mouth from one yeah. to father to son, and they mm-hmm. would just give them the genealogy and everything with the family tree and, and the belief in their in God and everything and the coming Redeemer. Now wow. I got
1: I got a question to ask you. You said that it was passed down. Do do you possibly think the staff that Jacob had? Came from this, maybe a staff that Abraham had, then passed on to Isaac, then passed on to Jacob? Mm. Could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped the speculation, but you get you know what I'm saying? It talked about the history. How did they
0: get mm. this history? Mm. I guess we're gonna have to look in the original uh, Hebrew, huh? Oh, Find <laughs> <Well, laughs> out. We could, <laughs> yeah. Some mean, more research, yeah. Well, what did Moses use? The rod of God, right? The right, power. and yeah. it's funny. You see, there's always that staff, that shepherd, mm-hmm. pointing right. to the shepherd, mm-hmm. amen. Man. That's amen. a good one. I don't yeah, know, brother. Yeah, something to think about.
1: That's a pastor Brandon question,
0: <laughs> <laughs> amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. You talk about faith. Mm-hmm. Remember, the Lord did tell. Abraham back in the day that the, his promise, his, 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 his the, the people that would come out of him, his seed, would be brought into a foreign nation mm-hmm. and be like slaves, but that he was going to bring them out. He was going to yeah. judge them against. So I'm sure that that was in the back of the mind of, of Joseph when he thought about this. And and we know you, that, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: And you know, the reason why we mentioned this is very exciting because they actually they actually found the the tomb of Joseph and they say it's amazing when they went to go to dig in there they found no bones in there and they said well was it a robbery the man said who you want to rob bones there was nothing in there to rob so it, it linked that scripture is true. Joseph Bones is not there. Oh, you're yeah. talking about
0: in yeah. Egypt. Mm-hmm. In Egypt. But don't you think that's just so phenomenal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. His faith in God saying, look, mm-hmm. I don't want to be buried in here. Yeah. That's right. One day you're going to be delivered.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. There's
0: going to be a deliverer, like a type of Jesus. Yep. He's going to you know, take you out of here. And so that's faith,
3: man. Mm-hmm. He's believing yeah. that God's yeah.
0: going to do that's it. Right. That's right. He said, right. I'm not going to be buried here. You're going to be, I'm going to be buried back in the promise that was promised to, you know, and to and you my gotta, forefathers. You got to look at that, too. Joseph
1: died. When Jacob and them came in there, mm-hmm. from that time on, it was 400 years from Jacob's entering into the land of Egypt.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Give or take, if Joseph lived to be 100 some years old, mm-hmm. it was probably 350 years, 320 years, give or take, mm-hmm. yeah. of his bones being in that one tomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when they got him out, and according to Egyptian culture, you can't disturb a tomb because of certain spirits and stuff rides. like that, and, all that. Mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think the Egyptians had any fight with them. You know, they just fought 10 plagues. It was like y'all can take whatever you want to take. you want to take a body? Go ahead and take it. Yeah. We're not gonna fight yeah. with you. But that's a that's some faith when he said, and look, they remember that he said, look, I don't want to be here. Take mm-hmm. me to my take me to my home
0: country. Take me to the promised land mm-hmm. with y'all. And even J- Joseph typifies Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm, Remember, mm-hmm. he supposedly died, yep. and all of a sudden he's been resurrected. His father was thinking he was dead all these years. Yep. Mm. Now the Lord uses him mm-hmm. to save his generation, his people yep. from right. the famine in Canaan, and brought him to Egypt for a while. Mm. So he is a type of Christ. And I wonder if that uh, that
2: coat he had. I wonder that symbolized Christ's righteousness. Kind of makes you wonder the code that of too. Many colors. Yes, Amen. yeah, kind of makes you wonder about that. Yeah. Thank something you, to think Jesus. about yeah amen what's the next one fellas moses yep moses
1: i love what's the going? story of moses saying you know by faith when he was born was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandments um that that right there I, when i was studying i've you know, I started thinking about his parents, you know. How many times in world history the government or the 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 kingdom said, Hey, y'all can't do this and it's against the word of God and
3: mm-hmm.
1: God had a purpose for somebody and they said, No, we're not gonna we're gonna follow God's law
3: mm-hmm.
1: instead of man's law. And um Moses' parents is mentioned in the hall of faith. Cause they took a step of faith to say, "Look, we're not going to listen to the king,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and we're going to put him in a basket."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And Lord, you want to keep him alive? Do some. Just so happened, went to the uh, Pharaoh's daughters mm-hmm. where he was
0: raised in the house of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay, Praise God. And, and mm-hmm. Moses is another type of Jesus. Yep. Amen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was up on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Praise wow. God. And also had a, a shepherd's staff. Yep, <laughs> the rod. <ride. laughs> come on, think about that for a oh, minute. I well, if a you staff <laughs> brought down the kingdom of a Pharaoh a, and a powerful nation. Oh, yeah. a stick. <laughs> yeah. The foolish things, huh? To come yep. the Come on, oh the Holy Spirit. The yeah, cross huh? about it. <laughs> well, and oh, Moses, it. you
1: know, by faith, he. You know, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing to rather suffer the affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Uh, espousing the reproach of Christ's greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto rec- recompense, rec- yeah. recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Come on. So, and goes, that, that's a that's a statement right there seeing whom he is invisible um i believe that's talking about when he's the um, the bush the bush because man mm-hmm. could you imagine walking up and seeing a bush on fire but not burning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and hearing a voice right after that's and then it says through faith he kept the passover mm-hmm. and the soaking of blood lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them by faith they passed through the Red Sea, and as by dry land, which the Egyptians, y'all help me out right there, assessing, assessing, to do was drown. Mm-hmm. So that's just a few highlights of Moses coming out of Egypt. Moses did a lot more mm-hmm. past that, but you know, he was talking about the staff. The staff. Brought the plagues. Mm-hmm. They it opened up the Red Sea. Well, we God opened it, but mm-hmm. that's the tool God used mm-hmm. and that staff led them all the way.
2: Well, mm-hmm. if you go to twenty eight, it says through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood. Mom. Lest he that destroy the firstborn shall he touch. Now, this is pretty powerful because the Passover started from here. And it was to represent the cross. It represented the blood of Christ. And this is what I like about the story. Those that didn't have the blood... Were destroyed, and the ones who had the blood were saved. It's kind. Of, it reminds me of today in America. We have secular homes and we have Christian homes. Mm-hmm. You know, they are. You are protected if you have the truth. If you have the blood, and the homes today. There's many homes in America in the world who don't have the blood. So Satan is going in there. He's destroying spiritually speaking. You know their their morality. He's destroying their their their, their families. He's, so yeah, it's he powerful. said, "When
0: I see the blood, I mm-hmm. will pass over mm-hmm. you." mm-hmm and so, when you even look at the dinner for the Passover that night, mm-hmm. it consisted of the unleavened bread and then the That's bitter right. herbs yeah. and then the lamb itself. So, mm-hmm. the bitter herbs typify of their bondage and slavery all the years in Egypt, amen? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the unleavened bread, well, typifies Christ, you know? And Egypt symbolizes the And world. purity. And yeah. then, when well, we know what the lamb represents, his mm-hmm. ultimately the coming redeemer, his sacrifice, you know, for the sins, you know, of, of uh of Israel. And Israel thought at that moment it was just all about them. And it was because they were in covenant with God. But it was going to be a lot more larger than that. We know that because of the promises that were given to Abraham. Mm-hmm. Praise
2: God. And, and the thing is, though, it's like when he says, I, I will pass over you. That's one thing I remember. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if anyone anything to pass over you it's got to be the blood because yeah, Satan hates the blood he hates the word of God and that's that's what's going to stop him
0: it's through faith It mm-hmm. said through faith right here saying through faith you got to pass through something right yes sir it's the avenue of faith to that's get right. to God amen and that faith consists of Christ and what he did at Calvary because it's speaking here of the Passover Amen. So praise God on that. We know that the first nine plagues, I mean it really destroyed the <laughs> crops and the land yeah. of Edra, but this is what brought her to her knees. Yeah. Yes, sir. Finally, that their firstborn was taken. Right. Judgment was brought upon the house of Egypt. Yes, sir. Their firstborn was taken. You know, which typifies the power of sin and how sin originated in the garden and specifically before that through Lucifer, when he became Satan, when he rebelled against God his government in heaven.
1: Now, I got a question to
0: ask y'all both. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about the firstborn,
1: and you said that was God's judgment. Was that God's judgment on Egypt killing the every male child going into, like they were sparing the girls, but they weren't, they were not ki- They were killing the male child and throwing them in the rivers and telling the midwives, hey, mm-hmm. A boredom, essentially. Do y'all think that was God's judgment for that particular? Because, you, like you said, the nine plagues mm-hmm. hit the crops. It hit it, it the, everything they worship. But mm-hmm. that one was like out of the ordinary. It wasn't out of the ordinary, but it was mm-hmm. like it was mm-hmm. out of the ordinary.
0: Well, what do they consider pharaohs? They consider them God in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And So God was going to prove to them that they're just mere human beings, too.
1: That's right. And okay. he mm-hmm.
0: took his son. That way they yeah. know how powerful God is compared to well, I mean, if you really look at all the gods of Egypt, mm-hmm. they pray to certain gods mm-hmm. for their vegetation for the for the river, what the, you know, Moses go with the the staff and put mm-hmm. his, you know put mm-hmm. it in the river, turned it into blood, and then the locusts came and you know just took over the land, and you go on and on and on and on. Everything that God was doing towards Egypt was to show them that he was more powerful mm-hmm. than all their yeah. gods that they worshiped that's so finally right. he came. To the main thing to show that you know what Pharaoh, you are not God. That's right. You're just a mortal man. I am God overall, and I'm going to show my
2: power. By destroying you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was so bad. I mean, if you read, if anybody get a chance to read Exodus, I mean, it, Egypt was falling apart. Because even e- even Pharaoh's advisors to him says, why are you not listening to Moses? Do you know that
1: Egypt is destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> That's the power it's of that. sin for you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah.
0: yeah. It's the power of sin. <laughs> Pride and it shows sin. shows you. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that hungry for power. Mm-hmm. So... So we we go on. So now they're delivered and they're starting to leave the land of Egypt. Amen. And so they're rejoicing. And so they got another setback to a point. It's not really a setback, but God was, you know, he was going to teach them faith. The whole process was to teach them faith, you know, through going through the water and then specifically going through the desert, then to the promised land. But we know that they failed. Why? Because the term is unbelief. Unbelief, yeah. In mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter ten, I think it's Second Corinthians. One of the two or first. When Paul was speaking about that, because of unbelief, they were destroyed. You know, by the serpents and things like that. And so, you know, it's very important that we we emphasize our faith in God. You see, if the enemy can rob us of our faith. That's all he has to do. Yep, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do nothing else. He could just mm-hmm. sit back and laugh at us because we're gonna run around with our like a chicken with his head and cut off. Him, you know? <laughs> we just have no no foundation, nothing. Mm-hmm. That's why it's very important that we
1: continue to keep our faith. And we go into the next part. Mm-hmm. Joshua is not mentioned in chapter eleven, but it talks about the walls of Jericho. As you said, they were going to face the walls of Jericho. Joshua and Caleb was the only two mm-hmm. that believe that they were gonna that they could take the land at the time with the 12 spies Mm -hmm. the only two men not even moses went into the promised land but the only two men Mm -hmm. from that generation that lived to walk into the land of god's promise was joshua and caleb Mm -hmm. so joshua and caleb because of their faith God, received okay. the promise yeah. mm-hmm. of God going into the Promised Land, mm-hmm. and and if you look at it, Joshua became the leader of the Israel of Israel, and Caleb became the head general. He was the head of the armies. Mm-hmm. Right. So God put them in a position to where they can be led, but they were the only two that saw God's promise fulfilled for Israel. Mm-hmm. Everybody else that said, "Nope, we can't do it. We're going to go our I'll own die. way." Mm-hmm.
0: They all died. Well, if you go back to 29, it says, By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. In other words, the Lord, you know, opened it up for them to get through it. Remember that yeah. Moses told the children of Israel, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, you know, this day. And so here's another uh, a type of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ again. Yes, sir. They passed yeah. from the old... Of Egypt the into the water and then to you know into the desert, symbolizing going towards the mm-hmm. promised land. Amen. So, we're always going to keep repeating this of the coming Redeemer. This is so phenomenal mm-hmm. when you look into the book of Hebrews. And then, and by, I'm not digging this up, it's just always there. right there. Yeah, it,
1: it, it's common sense if you if you if you take the time to mm-hmm. look at it and just read and say, Wow, that is a representation of Jesus Christ,
2: right? Right. And by 30, I want to say something here it says, By faith. The walls of Jericho fell down, and after they come past seven days. Now, I was watching a video one time, and they were saying how, uh, they were talking about evidence for the Bible. They say it's amazing how when the walls of Jericho fell, you see, they, there was no ramps to get into the city. Right. So when they say when the walls fell down, God actually made ramps from their own bricks. Yeah. Archaeologists wow. found that. So in each part of the wall... There was ramps being built. the The rocks fell. The bricks fell perfectly. It was like someone took a wheelbarrow and like just dumped it like a pile on top of each other. And that, and that shows so a spiritual.
1: Amazing. That shows a spiritual sense too, as believers. Mm-hmm. God told us, "Hey, that's the land to go on, and we could do like the Israel's did." Say, "Oh, we're not going to go in there. Their giants are too big." And they said, "Look, we're just going to take it full force." And you walk in and you run into a wall.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Spiritually, it could be anything. And you have to say, mm-hmm. Well, Lord, can I go around it? Nope, it's too wide. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump over it. It's just too high. There's no way. Well, right. Lord, how am I gonna get across this wall?
0: Exactly. Just exactly.
1: believe by me. Just That's believe right. me. Faith. Amen. And and listen to what I'm gonna say. And if you listen to the Lord, He's gonna He's gonna guide you around that wall or
0: He's He's gonna break it down. Right. Mm-hmm. Now let's just stop here a minute before even the walls came down. And let's just look at the picture of it all. You have to understand you got a new generation that's been raised up, and you're right. Mm-hmm. Caleb and Joshua are the only ones mm-hmm. that came out of the old generation. Moses died. Because he disobeyed just once, you know what I mean, what he did Mm -hmm. by striking the the rock. Mm -hmm. And so, with law, it has to be perfection. If you break it in any shape or form, you're guilty of it all. So, he was not able to inherit the promised land because he typified law, even though the Lord gave him grace and mercy to go up into a mountain, at least to be able to view the promised land. Then he died, it says afterwards. So, now we have Joshua, who's taken over. You know, who remembers 40 years ago by faith? Did you know what? <laughs> we could take this land and mm-hmm. he's ready to go, he's got the, mm-hmm. this new generation. And so, what's going on is that they end up crossing the river Jordan with the ark now. They have yep. that arm mm-hmm. with them, amen. And that's a symbol of the Christ, of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's going on is that is that now they get to mm-hmm. Gigil right before going into Jericho and they stop there. Mm-hmm. Now, what they're doing. The Lord tells Joshua that He wants Him to circumcise all this new generation. Wow. Typifying separation mm-hmm. from the world and from Egypt. Yep. Just like the cross of Christ. Mm-hmm. When we came to Him, He has circumcised our yep. heart Amen. from the world system. He has cut those things out of our life. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Right after that, they partook of their first Passover in the Promised Land, Amen. Mm. And so, when you look, it comes amen. back to the cross of Christ amen. again, yep. and able to inherit the Promised Land, Amen. Yeah. And so now the Lord's preparing them. You know they've been circumcised. They've partaken of their first Passover in the Promised Land that was promised to their fathers is yep. now coming to pass. But now they have a Jericho, Amen. Wow. They have a Jericho, but faith in God. Mm-hmm. You know, with God, all things are possible. That's right. And so this is a picture that we see with the walls of Jericho. Uh, can you imagine how how Joshua looked at <laughs> night by himself? Yeah. He's probably mm-hmm. viewing that the walls and how fortified, how big it uh-huh. is. And it typifies how the enemy is. You know, he's gonna shut things up. He's a he's a fortress, he's a stronghold, yep. mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to give anything up. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that's that's just the way he is. He's a sore loser. But All yet right. Joshua is there just you know, just meditating in his heart, you know, Lord, how is this going to be done? I'm just now I'm just I'm um, I'm kind of just floating with this because we really don't know what was going through his mind, but we know yep. one thing. He's mm-hmm. like, God, how are we gonna conquer <laughs> this he, he was, was looking at it saying, Yeah. God, that is big. Yeah. What you want to do? <laughs> now, right. we're looking at a desperate man here, okay? Right. He's had 40 years of waiting. His patience has run out. He's ready. He's got mm-hmm. a generation that's finally going to believe they're young. Mm-hmm. They've seen what their, their fathers did, and they say, we do not want to mm-hmm. die out in the desert.
3: Mm-mm. And
0: then all of a sudden, he sees something. Walking to him, yep. And he, he's bold. Think about what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. he wouldn't asked him, "Are you for us or for our enemies you know are mm-hmm. you uh, basically are you for us or against us yeah mm-hmm. he said as captain of the Lord of hosts you know mm-hmm. no in other words. You know, you need to be, what did you say the other day about Abraham Lincoln? It, we better be worried about this, yeah,
2: yeah, we better be worried about on his side. Not a, not a weird, like the guy that had a soldier, he was saying, Mr. Lincoln, you think God is on our side in the Civil War? I said, son, we better make sure we're on his side.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> once Joshua heard that and yeah, said, all right, uh-huh. he's not my enemy, mm-hmm. he was relieved. But mm-hmm. when he was told mm-hmm. to take his sandals off mm-hmm. his feet. Mm -hmm. then he knew who who he was encountering and can can you imagine somebody
1: said that they um, listened to a podcast they said that joshua was the right-hand man of moses Mm -hmm. and the bible says that the glory of god descended Mm -hmm. on the tent yeah at moses could you imagine (laughs) joshua being in this what's going on (laughs) and he's riding down for moses or he's
0: encountering this stuff with moses Yeah. In the scripture too, I forget which one it is. It says that Moses left there, but Joshua stayed stayed in the presence of God Mm -hmm. because the Lord was preparing him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, now we got him, you know, we got the captain of the Lord of hosts. You know, he's worshiping him. It's a type of Christ. It has to be. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, we know from that point and even in uh, Joshua chapter 1, the instructions that the Lord gave him, how they were going to take Mm-hmm. Jericho was phenomenal. It was all by mm-hmm. faith Amen. again. And he had the armies of heaven behind him. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. What do you think about Jericho and the watchtower guys? You know, the you know, the guards and all that looking, they probably were laughing <laughs> at him. They're you know, taking one lap a day and they're uh-huh. like, Man you know, like, it's something like, check out these fools. You know, look yeah. what they're doing. Like, There's the, the, the their What, kind of, a, out what there. kind of a general they have leading? You, yeah. you,
1: know you know what's sad? We're talking about Joshua. It brings me back to my childhood. Keep walking. You're not yeah. going to
0: knock down our walls. Now, we also know that the scriptures said that they mm-hmm. were, they were, and they were mocking of God me. because yeah. they heard what they did to mm-hmm. those in the in the desert and well, you know, how they destroyed and, some of the kings. I, so they were, they were clammed oh, up. Yeah. I'm
1: going to, I'm going to say it like this. I think some cuz then the Bible say some spies went back to Jericho and said we just saw them part of the, yeah, The Jordan uh-huh. They couldn't They, they ain't getting past. Wait a minute They did it? Yeah How? Well they, they took a box And just Oh no they, they, they thought it was A special box Well, That, well, it the, it, that we,
2: links up What you said You know That they heard The reports when Ahab mm-hmm. She told If you're reading The book of uh, Joshua She said We heard all the great things yeah, right, That yeah. would happen In Egypt And and all the great things This city is Scared of y'all Because And just we, think you know, That
1: was yeah. Okay 40 years Prior to that They spent a mm-hmm. few years In the the wilderness going to sinai and stuff so almost a,
0: almost a hundred years they were still talking about what happened to egypt oh yeah <laughs> this is phenomenal this phenomenal. is phenomenal what they did you know what i mean and uh, just taking the ark with them too and, and then the musicians and mm-hmm. everything just typifies what christ has did at calvary now they have the presence of god within you know the ark of, uh, of the testament mm-hmm. of the testament, yeah. of the, uh, testament. so you know, the walls come down, but before that, you're right. The two spies, and I like how Joshua did that. Whether he was um, instructed by the Lord just to send two spies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. me myself, I tend to believe too that because of his experience of what happened mm-hmm. when Moses sent 12, yeah, he said, I'm only sending two, and I know what two I'm going to send in. <laughs> yeah, I, Lord, show me the two. Yeah, yeah. I need yeah. Some but, some faith. and that that yeah, goes some real people. And, and get we, it. We're running, we're about
1: to run short on time, but. I like pointing to that, points to the third, verse 31. By faith, the harlot Rahab mm-hmm. perished not with them that believeth not. They didn't believe that they were going to break down them walls. Our strong, our, Jericho was like, our strong, our walls are strong. Nobody's going to beat us. And uh, with them that believeth not, when she had received the spies with peace. i believe when she took them spies in they told her about the god of Mm
3: -hmm. israel Mm -hmm. and
1: that showed yes it was all pointing towards israel for salvation but even then gentiles could come to the Mm -hmm. saving out of jesus christ and pointing back to jesus Mm -hmm. rahab Mm -hmm. married a man
3: Mm -hmm. and i can't remember his name right now but he's from judah Mm -hmm. Judah, Mm -hmm.
1: which was the descendant Mm of Of Christ,
3: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: so look, and that's David. The, that's two, mm-hmm. that's one of two that was
0: Gentiles that were in the lineage of Christ. Rahab was one, Ruth was the other one. And also, they also remember that the, uh, the spies, when they left her, gave a promise as long as you don't say anything that we were here, yeah, you know, we'll keep our oath and no, 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 will come to you or your family mm-hmm. because she not, not only asked for safety for herself mm-hmm. but for her whole house, Household, she yeah. had faith. But what happened too. They had to put a They that. put the they put the symbol of the scarlet mm-hmm. thread, which which uh, represent the blood of Christ. The blood of, the Jesus blood of Christ. Again, it's yeah. the same thing that the Lord honored that you know. When I see the blood, I will pass. Amen. And there was mercy put mm-hmm. upon her family when they took over Jericho mm-hmm. and all. When, when the walls came down, and she was given grace and salvation, mm-hmm. and was able to be grafted in. Well, matter of
2: fact, since you mentioned it, again, I was watching the same video, and they said that archaeologists found that all the buildings including the wall, was all leveled down. But they said they found one house that stood and found out they believed that
1: was Rahab's house. So it's amazing how the Bible proves to be right every time. Well, guys, we're coming to the end. Now, after Rahab is more of a summary, and they mentioned David, uh, Samson, Barak, Solomon. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and quote the last two verses of 11. In the first two verses of 12. There you go. And these, all having obtained a good report through faith, which Mm -hmm. we've been talking about tonight, Mm -hmm. receive not the promise. As we said, you know, all this is pointing back to Jesus. We had tons of symbolism of Jesus tonight. Mm -hmm. But all these that live did not receive the promise. Mm -hmm. God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. We have the promise. We receive the promise of Jesus Christ. It's fulfilled 2,000 years ago when He died on the cross. Verse uh, Chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing, we also are compressed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, all these people, witnesses of the coming Redeemer. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So, Brothers and sisters, listen to this podcast. Remember, when you're down and you say, saying, Lord, we don't know what to go through, believe the Lord for every situation you have through He will get you through. We have all these witnesses, and these are old testament witnesses.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If you go ahead and every Hall of Fame always add people every year. The NFL, mm-hmm. the NBA, the MLB, there's Candy. If we could add people that you can probably add Paul. You can probably add Peter. You can probably add John. You can add modern day believers. But they all were looking towards that the coming redeemer of the Old Testament. So we should run, the, run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Remember, he was in shame. He died on the cross. He was naked, but he bore our sins. And it sit down at the right hand of, of the throne of God. He was risen again. And he ascended and forever sits at the right hand of the Father. That that seals it up right here. Our our study of Hebrews 11. Like I said, a lot of meat, fellas. Mm-hmm. A lot of meat. But, good. good. But we we have these. These people were looking to the promise. Mm-hmm. And it was counted in for righteousness. And they made it to heaven because they were looking to the promise.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The promise is fulfilled now that Jesus Christ has died. So we're looking the promise that was and we're looking for the great we're looking to jesus the one that fulfilled the promise and we have our salvation
0: through him Mm -hmm. amen any last thoughts before we go ahead and sign off for tonight The the book of hebrews deals with the better promises and the better covenant and it's all through christ jesus the eternal priest interceder and son of god and king lord and savior amen and so i would just like to just emphasize anyone that's listening to us that you know, we, we go through, you know, trials and tribulations, and mm. sometimes you are going to, you know, falter. We do sometimes, but man, we just got to continue to keep our faith in God through Christ Jesus. And He's going to, you know, to see us through, no matter what you're going through, it's a testing of your faith. How are you supposed to testify of faith in God if you're not tested, your faith is not tested, you amen? How are you supposed to have a testimony Amen. if you don't know the stuff that God can do for you? So, I would just encourage you all out there, make sure the object of your faith is Jesus Christ, because mm. that's the one that died for you at calvary and that is the one is that's going to change your life and transform you into his image by the word of god and by the power of the spirit thank you father
2: and i want to say one thing we have faith like abraham like we said in the beginning abraham he had no plan a he had no plan b he didn't know what god was going to do but he just trust god that god was going to work everything out in the end so that's what you have to
1: do amen everybody well thank you again for joining us uh today as I said, we do this on Tuesdays, so on Wednesdays, look for the podcast on your providers. Go subscribe to us so it can be recommended to everyone. Look up our social media accounts, Brothers Just Searching. Also, go, go ahead and look at my brother's book, um, the, the New, New Kingdom. Kingdom. Um, It's a great book. I'm probably going to go ahead and share that on the Facebook again so people can mm-hmm. go ahead and get it great book and uh we all have our little ministries here but we want in jesus christ if two or three gather together in my name there i am in the midst of you and uh i'm gonna testify we had a lot of problems getting this podcast going for tonight (laughs) a lot of technical difficulties but uh the lord used and i'm excited we're we're excited when people listen and tell us they're encouraged by this it's not us it's jesus christ so we thank y'all again y'all have a good night and we will hope to hear from y'all next week